0: We begin today in the Mishnah towards the bottom of Daf Chovav Vamidveis. Zok the Mishnah: Ma'aseh, there was once that it happened. Ve'violay leRab Yechinim ben Zakai l'them esat They brought for Rab Yechinim ben Zakai to taste from a cooked food. Ola Rab Gamliel shnei kaisavoyes udlishomaim. And for Rab Gamliel they brought two dates and a pitcher of water. Va'amru and they both said, Haelom l'suke. Bring it up to the sukkah. They wanted to eat the in the sukkah, and the Rashi points out, not here but in another place, that it says helum, because in those times the custom was that the sukkah very often was built on the rooftop. <laughs> when they gave to Rabszadik Oichol, food paches less than a size of a beta, not loy b'mappa, so he took it in his hands with a towel. And he ate it. Chutz he ate it outside the sukkah. And v'loy birch Akharov and he didn't make the brach. He didn't bench on it. Birchas In other words, we learn three halachas from Rab Tzaddik. He didn't wash on the till the sidayim. He didn't eat it in the sukkah, and he also didn't bench after it. Frak the Gemara is the story being brought over here from Rab Yechnei ben Zakai, Rab Gamliel a story being brought as a contradiction to the halacha that it said right before this. What's the Allah that it said in the end of the previous Mishnah? That You can eat a snack outside of the sukkah. It has to be only a meal that has to be eaten in the sukkah. And the story that's brought here is that they brought food, which was just a snack, uh, whether it's a Tafshel or Shnei Kaisvis, and they went up to the sukkah. So the story contradicts the actual Allah that we said, And for the Gemara, it's missing here in the Mishnah. This is how you have to learn the Mishnah. If one wants to be stringent with himself. He's allowed to be stringent and eat in the sukkah even things that you're not obligated to. And the Chiddush is, as Mepharshim point out, let's first see the words of the Gemara. And this is not considered to be something which is gaiva. You're doing something which you're not supposed to and therefore... You shouldn't be machma for yourself. There's the Lashen that's brought, as Mepharshim bring in other places. It says it in Yerushalmi, the ritveh here says, Kol apotem nikra If there's something that you're potter from doing, and you do it anyways, you call called a If you're not obligated, you shouldn't be doing it. So the Kiddush of this mission over here is that even though you're potter, but nevertheless, you're allowed to be stringent with yourself to do so. And then on this it brings Umayi tsunami, and this is the incident that happened And they said let's take it up to the sukkah They were machmed with themselves to eat in the sukkah even what they were not obligated So this is the famous thing that is also Minik Chabad that it's brought that all the rabbeim would be medayik not to drink even a drink of water out of the sukkah from the first night of sukkas. Including until after, until the, the end of Shmini Atzeres. So this is the source that you could be machmer on in this Indian. <speaking> in but <Hebrew> when they gave to Pachas Zadik, food less of the size of a bayet, not loy be mapev chutz He took it in a ma- in a napkin or in a towel and he ate it outside the suket. <speaking in Hebrew> and he didn't bench after this. Now the Gemara has another diet here. What does it say? What was the size of food that Rab Tzaddik uh, held that you don't have to eat in the sukkah? It was less than a kebetze. So how ho but if it would be a size of a betze, boy, sukkah. You would need to eat it inside the sukkah. In other words, that's enough of a meal that satisfies a person that has to be eaten in the sukkah. Leimet Yosef ve Let us say that this missionary refutes both what Rav Yosef said and what Abaye said. The Gemara before asked the question, what's Achil So Rav Yosef says, up till two or three beitzim is still Achil Abaya Abaye says, even one beitzah is Achil Because he gave the example of the, the Talmidim, that swallow food before they enter into the shear, which is the size of a kebeitzah. But here we see that only poches mekebeitzah, less than a kebeitzah, is considered to be the snack or the Achil that Reb Tzodik ate outside the sukkah. But a kebeitzah, and definitely two or three beitzim, is uh, enough that it requires a sukkah. So the Gemara answers, no, it's not a, it's not a raya against them. Dilma, perhaps, pachis mekebetze, this shear of less than a kebetze, is not regarding the sukkah. It's that netila ubracha boy. You don't have to wash your hands on the you're dying for this, and you also don't have to bench for this. Right? As uh, Rashi and Toises both explain over here, first of all, when it comes to the netila, so you only have to wash. If you're eating the sadia, the amount that you have to bench for this. So over here it's less than a kebeitzah, so you're not chayiv. So Rashi says, so therefore why did he take it into his hands with a towel? Because of Niki, just because of cleanliness. He didn't want to touch the bread with hands that he didn't wash before. Thaysephus disagrees actually. And Thaysephus says that it's not Mitzat cleanliness. It's because he was a Kayin. Rab Tzaddik, Teisvitz brings from a few gematists that Rab was a Kayin. So therefore, that a person's hands should be like a sheni lutoma. So he didn't want to touch the bread, eating it without, uh, so you say, like, that's why you had a towel, not to have to touch the bread. Beniget, uh, benching. So we had the smachloikas a few times. There's a gemara in brachas and in other places, what is shear You have to eat in order to be chayiv and benching, either it's a kebetza or a kezayis. So Rab Tzodik held, like the opinion of Rab Yehuda, that the shear is a kebetza. So, less than a kebetzah, you don't have to wash. It's not the savata. A person doesn't get satisfied. So, that's, so, so that's been a geyah to the shear of nettila and bracha. Ha kebetzah, but if it would have been the size of a kebetzah, by nettila and bracha. Then you would have to wash and you would have to bench for it. But not necessarily would you be high in the sukkah. Maybe we could still say, like Rav Yosef or Abayah, that the shear for a sukkah is more than a kebetzah or two, more than two or three beitzah. So, therefore, this sheer set of here is labdaf ki So it's not a question on their opinions. So delegemishne Rabbi Yezir Rabbi Yezir says arba fourteen sudes Chai lechab A person is obligated to eat in the sukkah. Achas one he eats in daytime, v'achas b'alaila and one at night. In other words, there are seven days of sukkas, and you have the set amount of days that you have to eat in the sukkah, and therefore the set amount of meals you have to eat in the sukkah. Chachamim say, "Ein There's no specific amount. Besides the first night of Yom that there's the amount that you have to eat in the sukkah, then it's an obligation to eat the Suda the, 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 the in the sukkah. So, to Gemara, ve'Ayda, Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said another point. One that did not eat the first night of Yom in the sukkah. He can make it up by eating the last night. In other words, the night of Shemini Yatseres. And then he'll, be, he'll, make, he'll eat the suda then to make up for what he did not eat the first night in the sukkah. And that's even though he's not eating in the sukkah. There's no obligation to eat in the sukkah in the last night. And the Gemara will ask that question. How is he making up the suda of the first night if he's not even eating in the sukkah? You can't make up the night of the, the first night when you missed the, the eating in the sukkah. This is one of the examples it says for this a mistake or something you missed that cannot be corrected, something that's lacking that cannot be counted, cannot be filled in. What's the source of Rabbi Yeza's opinion that you have to have 14 suddhas through the 7 days of sukkahs in the sukkah? Taishvu ke'en The Torah t- 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 says that you should sit in the sukkah and eat there, like the way you sit and live in your house. Ma dira achas <laughs> v'achas Just like when you live in your house, you eat one meal by day and one at night. Af achas <laughs> v'achas So, to in the sukkah, the two, the two meals every day, one day and one night, like in the sukkah. The and the Rabbonon say they also come, learn from Teshuken to Duru. But what they say is, Kedireh, we compare it to the way a person lives in his house. Ma dira, ibo yohol, ibo yohol. Just like when a person is in his house, if he wants he eats, if he wants he doesn't eat. Af nami, ibo yohol, ibo yohol. If he wants he eats, and if he wants uh, he doesn't eat. So if he's going to eat, he has to eat in the sukkah. But if he's not going to eat, he doesn't have to have a meal every single day. In other words, they're really arguing about Kane Tadudu, what is it coming to teach me? According to Rabbi Yezer, Kane Tadudu is just there to teach me the shir of the mitzvah. How, what's the amount? How much? How much do I have to eat in the sukkah? According to the Rabbonah, which we pass in like the Rabbonah, it's not just coming to tell you a shir of the mitzvah, it's coming to define the very mitzvah itself. That you live in the sukkah the same way you live in the house, not a shir of how many meals. And therefore, just like in your house, it's your choice in how you live, and how much you eat, it's the same thing regarding the meals and the Sokheh. Sokta if that's the case, that if you, you have the choice, if you want to eat or not, so, the same should apply to the first night of Yantav as well. It shouldn't be an obligation to eat, it should be your choice. Ben no, there's a limit. We learn out as follows: Ne'ma chamisha osa. The Tidah here says the day of Sukkis, the first day of Sukkis, the first night of Sukkis is the fifteenth day of the month. Ve'ne'mar chamisha osa and the Tidah says chamisha regarding chagamatzes That's the fifteenth day of the month. Mala laila just like there by Pesach, the first night is a mitzvah to eat the kisayis of matzah. And the and here going forward it's a rishus. it's just a, uh, if you want, you eat, if you don't want, you don't have to eat matzah. Here as well, the first night of sukkah is a chayvah to eat in the sukkah, and the and after this it's a to eat, whether you if, you, if you have to eat in the sukkah or not. And regarding matzah, from where do we know that it's an obligation to eat in the sukkah? In the, again, uh, regarding matzah, how do we know that it's an obligation to eat a of matzah? Because there the Torah writes again, the The Torah establishes as an obligation that you must eat matzah in the sukkah. Going back to the Mishnah, Rabbi Loza Loza said another point, you can be mashlim, the suda that you did not eat from the first night, the rest of uh, the the, the first night, so the rest of sukkahs. you can't be mashlim, the last night, Shminyat seres, you can be mashlim what you did not eat the first night. Freqta gumara, but vaha'amar Rabbalazah, Rabbiazah that is, Rabbiaz said, Abba Sudhas Chaev Adam The fourteen sudas, Ya chaif teeth in the sukha, achaspa yaim, va achaspa one by day and one by night. In other words, you have an obligation to eat dafkin the sukah these seven days, to eat those fourteen Sudas. But after that, on seres, you don't eat in the sukha anymore. So, the question is if in the last night you don't eat in the sukkah, in the eighth night, I mean, no sukkah. So, what does it mean you're being mashlim, the mitzvah of eating in the sukkah of the first night, the last night when you're not even in the sukkah, Bachlau? That's the question of the Gemara according to Rashi. Om Bira, om rabami, so bira said in the name of rabami, Chazabai Rabbi Yezer. was chayzer from what he said that there's the 14 suddis that you have to eat in the sukkah every single day. And he holds that there's only the mitzvah, to eat in the sukkah the first night. And that, you could be mashlim the last night, even when you're not eating in the sukkah. So as Mepharshim explained, the his answer is, Mitzah, the mitzvah of sukkah, you don't have an obligation to eat in the sukkah. None of the days are sukkahs, and not even the first night. It's not about the sukkah. It's about the chiyuv to eat, chiyuv suda, to eat the first night. The first night is, it's still sukkah, so when you eat, you should eat in the sukkah. So therefore, since, in essence, the chiv is to eat, the suda siyantiv, so that you can be mashlum that, the last night, even when you're not eating in the sukkah. This is the Pshat and the Gemara, according to Rashi. So Rashi is saying here, that Rabbi Yezer was chayzer, from the whole shittah, of eating the 14 suda's in the sukkah. Thaisis, however, disagrees. Thaisis says, Rabbi Yezer was not chayzer, from requiring the 14 suda's in the sukkah. Rather, he was Chaizer from uh, from the fact that uh, they all need to be in the sukkah, right? So he says you have to have 14 sudhis, but they don't all have to be inside the sukkah. That's Tosis's pshat. Other mafarshim, other rishanim, many rishanim <meatsoublies> say that the question of the Gemara over here is that, beginning Rabbi says you have to eat 14 suddes in the sukkah. Then when he says you could be mashalim the sukkah of the first night. The last night, it seems that there's no 14 suddhas. The only obligation is the suddha the first night. And if you miss that suddha, so that you can be mashlim that one suddha the last night. That's the contradiction. Is it, is it one suddha that's a chiyuv? And you're being mashlam it? Or all seven days, there's a chiyuv to eat 14 suddhas and you have to be Mashlim, all of them. And on that, Gemara answers, like, like to Rashi, that he had charata and he's made it to the Chachamim, that it's only the first night which is an obligation. When you're making up, and according to Rabbi Yezidah, the last night, what you missed the first night, how? How do you make this up? If you're going to say the bread or the challah that you eat in the Suda of Shemini Aceres, the night of the Yatseres, but how is he making up what he missed the first night? That's the Suda that he's eating for that night of Yontif. So you don't see anything that he's making up here. Ellama So what does he mean? He makes it up? Yaashlim, bimini he adds other mini targime. he adds other food that he eats to make up for what he missed the first night. Tanya nami Hohi. We learned this in Abbrasa as well. "Ihishlim, bimini tagime yotsa. If he's mashlum with minitagime, he he's yitsse to make up for the first night that he missed. Rashi here mentions amongst the mini targime kogaim pedis includes even eating pedis and things like that. But Taisus disagrees. Taisus says that pedis is not even chayv in a sukkah bchalal, so therefore Taisus says it refers to other things like meat and fish and other parts of the Suddha that you have to eat in the sukkah. Zochtigemar the apetropes amelech as Rabbi the the caretaker, by grifis amelech asked Rabbi the question so for example, a person like myself. I'm only accustomed to eating one Suda every day. Is it, can I only eat one Suda in the sukkah? and I'll be potter with this? Do I have to eat two Sudas every day, like your opinion? HaMaloi, has answered yaim Every day when you eat only one Suda, but at kama You do have other snacks that you eat and delicacies that you eat during the day for your own for your own honor, for your own self yourself. You're not going to continue and also have other snacks also and eat it in the sukke for the honor of the Abishar. Another question he asked Rabbiaza. Kogainani sheyashli shtei noshem. So like a person like myself, I have two wives. Achas betveriyah, one living in Tverya, achas betzipori, and one living in Zipori. And v'yashli shtei sukkis. I have two different sukkis. Achas betveriyah, One with one wife, and one with another wife. Two different houses and two different sukkis that I have in these two locations. Maol sheeitze nisuke lesuke veapote. Can I have, be part of the yom in one Sukkah and then leave and go to the other Sukkah and fulfill my Chiv in that way? So, it shouldn't be a problem. You're in the Sukkah, you could be in two Sukkahs. What's the issue? Amaloi, said No, you can't do that. My opinion is Kolayayitze, If you leave from one Sukkah and you go to another Sukkah butl Mitzvah Not only are you not fulfilling the Mitzvah in the second Sukkah that you go into but retroactively the mitzvah that you did in the first sukkah is also bottle. Because according to Rabbi Yezah, we learn, as we'll soon see, the Gemara brings the Pasuk, that you have to be all seven days of Yontif in the same sukkah. So you can't go from one sukkah to another. Tanya Rabbi Yezah, Im Rabbi said, Ein Yaitzim le You're not allowed to go from one sukkah to another sukkah. I'm going to eat here and then sleep there and eat in another place. You have to have one sukkah for all seven days of sukkahs. And you can't build your sukkah during Chalamayyad. The sukkah has to be built from before Yante for all seven days. chachamim <laughs> disagree and say, You can go from one sukkah to another sukkah. You can also build the sukkah during Chalamayyad. That's not an issue. We want to bring the source in a second. They both agree. The sukkah that you were sitting in collapsed. That you can rebuild it in Chalamayyad. My time at the Rabbali Yeze, so what's the source of what Rabbi says? There has to be one sukkah for the whole yomtiv. On makra, because the pasuk says, Chag <laughs> Shiva You make the sukkah and you build it for, for, for the seven days. Aseh Sukkot, Ra'uyeh <laughs> LeShiva. Build the sukkah that it should be for all seven days. So it has to be the same sukkah for all seven days and you have to build it before yomtiv for all seven days. The Rabbanon, according to the Rabbanon, what is the meaning of this pasuk? This is what the Torah is saying. Build the sukah even within the seven days. When it says it's saying that even during any of the seven days, you could build your sukkah. Then it's the a they both agree, shim nafla. If the sukkah collapsed, you can rebuild it in So the it says pshita, isn't this obvious? If it's the same sukkah, is rebuilding the sukkah why shouldn't it be allowed to use the same sukkah? Even according to Ablyaza, so the Gemara says, no, It's a different sukkah. It's the suk, the first sukkah that was built is not a sukkah that uh, lasted for seven days. So it's not the same sukkah, and therefore I would think that you're not Yitzah when you rebuild the sukkah. Kama that's the chiddush that it is considered to be the same sukkah, and you can. Uh, Continue your mitzvah to complete the mitzvah in this uh, sukkah for seven days. Taisus here brings a girsa that some that the reason why it's the same sukkah kiven the ko that since he's rebuilding the very same sukkah in the very same location, so therefore it's considered to be the same sukkah. Not everybody agrees to Taisus that you have to rebuild the very same sukkah in the very same place, but that's what uh, the girsa that Taisus brings here in the Gemara. Tanya, we learnt in a Amachlaikis uh, regarding the mitzvah of Sukkot. Rabbi Le-Yezah, Rabbi Yeza says, just like, She'ein adam yaitze yidei chayvaseh b'yom t'v'rishayin, Shulchag b'lulavish ve l'chaveiret. You can't be yaitze the mitzvah of the Dalad Minim by using your friends lulav and esrik. V'chseiv, because the Apostol says, L'kach kom l'chem b'yem e'rishayin, kapis t'marimin, that you have to have l'chem, Mishelachem, has to be your Dalad Minim. Kach so too, you can't be yaitze, the mitzvah of with your friends, Has to be your sukkah. So you can't be yaitze, you can't sit in someone else's sukkah. say, afa even though it was said, you can't be yitz with someone else's lulav and esrog. You could be yitz with your friend's sukkah. because the pasuk says, all of the sukkah. So this pasuk teaches me that all Yidin could share and use the very same sukkah. How do y- all Yidin share the very same sukkah? So Rashi here says what this means is, it can't be that all Yidin fit into the very same sukkah at the same time. Rather all Yidin are using the very same sukkah and one comes in after the other to go into the sukkah to, be, to have space in it. And when all Yidin are using the same sukkah, there's nobody that actually owns the sukkah. Because it's impossible that you should have a sukkah that all a should own a shava and the value of the sukkah. So therefore, if all of the Klal owns a sukkah and no one owns a Shavu Phrute, so they're basically borrowing the sukkah from one another. And here we see that you can be Yitzh in the midst of the Sukkah this way. So therefore, Kala Ezrach teaches me that you're with a sukkah She'ula. Even a sukkah that you borrow, that you're using someone else's sukkah. The Rabbana, so now according to the darshibe. what are they dashing from this that it says that the sukkah should be your sukkah? So the answer is the Gemara, Mi what they learn from there is, L'mooti zula. it comes to tell me that you're not Yetzir with a stolen sukkah. Avoshu'ula, ksiv, kol ha'ezrach, by the shu'ula, by a, by a borrowed sukkah, for that we have the Pasuk, kol that tells me that I am Yetzir with someone else's sukkah. Rabbi Yezir, according to Rabbi Yezir, kol ma ma'yavetle, what does he learn from kol ha'ezrach? Mi what he learns from this is, Legesh and his guy benatayim. A ger that became a ger during chalamay the middle of Sukkis. So you would think that if he didn't have the first part of Sukkis, he doesn't have the whole mitzvah of the entire Sukkis. And the cotton is gadlub in time, a cotton that became a gadl, became bar mitzvah in the middle of Sukkis. So the Pasuk is teaching me that he's obligated in the mitzvah of Sukkis even in the middle. The Rabbanon, why, what, how did the Rabbanon know this Allah, eh? The answer is, Kiv Misha Amro, Ais in since Rabbanan held that when you build a Sukkot, you can build it in the middle of Chalamayet. It doesn't have to be all seven days the same Sukkot. So Le for the fact that someone becomes a Ger or a Gadol, in the middle of Sukkot, it's Pashat that is obligated in the Mitzvah for the remainder of the days that there are. You don't need a special pasuk for that. So when you learn this Gemara, according to the opinion of the Chachamim, which of course we're like the Chachamim, it seems that the Pshad here is, you can be Yitzah with someone else's sukkah. Kola Eserach tells you that it does not have to be your sukkah. As long as it's not stolen, you're yaitze. But if you look in the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch, the Rebbe's Medayich there that the Alter Rebbe clearly spells out that the Chachamim hold it does have to be your sukkah. Elamai the Chiddush here is that when you borrow a sukkah, it becomes Shulcha mamish. Unlike by Lulav and Esrig, when you borrow it, it's not yours. Over there it says, Lachem. That it's not yours here the chiddush is when you borrow it it does become completely yours and the rabbi is, the reason is because by the and Esrig the idea that it has to be yours is just a condition that it has to be yours so there if if you borrow it, it the fact is it's not yours and therefore we're mamayit from lachem that you're not yaitzah whereas here when the Teir is megala through kola ezrach that even when you borrow your Yitzah since the whole Fulfillment of the mitzvah is by living in it. So when the Torah says that you could live in someone else's sukkah and borrow a sukkah in the mitzvah that way, so you're living in the sukkah. Living in the sukkah makes it your sukkah. What the Torah is saying is that when you borrow the sukkah for this purpose to live in it, the way you live in your house, tudur, so that itself becomes your sukkah. So the shu'ula is sholcha That's the pshat in the uh, drosha according to the chachamim. We learned in the brise the following incident. There was a story with Rabbi Loi. He went to greet his Rebbe, Rabbi Yezer in the city of Lut. So Rabbi Liezer said to him, Eloi, you are not keeping the Yontif the way it should be. Rabbi Liezer said, I praise those lazy people that don't leave their house and go away from their family for yontif. the samachto ata that the yontif, the mitzvah of the simcha yontif, should be you and your wife and your family. the gemara, is this true? But Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak said, from where do we know that a person is obligated to go and greet his rebbe on a yontif? Shenemah, because the pasuk says, Why do you go to him today? To Elisha, I believe this is. It's not Rishchidosh, it's not Shabbos. So what do you see? If it's Rishchidosh and Shabbos. You're obligated, you should go to greet your Rebbe. And for sure, even Ayuntav as well, you should go and greet your Rebbe. So therefore, it's a mitzvah. So could the Gemara say here that uh, Rabbi Yezer was uh, disappointed with, the, with, the, with Rabbi Eloi, that he came to him and he said you should stay home, there's a mitzvah to go and greet your Rebbe. So the Gemara says, look, it's not a contradiction. Ha, the if you can go and come back on the same day, so then you can go and greet your Rebbe. But if you're going a far distance and you're completely away from your family for Yantiv, so then that's, it's out of the Tchum, it's, there's no Erev and you can't go back to your family, so then that's an issue of going to greet your Rebbe on Yantiv. this whole union of Chayval, Machak Pene Rabo, Rabbi, there's a big discussion whether this applies Bizman Azeh, because it's brought in the Rambam, but it's not brought in Shulchan Aruch. And the Noyde, there's a famous Shuva of the of Yehuda about this that he says that the whole union of Chayav Ad Ma'akba Pnei Rabbi is only Bismansha B'Samikdash Kaim when there's Pnei Ashchine, but bismana Zed you don't have this Schiuv. But there's others that argue that Papayel. The fact is it's not brought in Shulchan Aruch Be'edish. Tana we learned in Abraisa Ma'isa B'Rebliyazah Shashavas El Yoyim B'Sukkosayi Shal Yechinen berabiloy Loi. So here Rebliyazah was in the Sukkah of Yechinen berabiloy Loi it was in Galilee, in the city kisari Vamri la, others say Bkesarie, that it was in the city Vigia Vigiach hamalusuke, and in the, the, the light of the sun was entering into the sukkah, and it was causing them. Uh, it was too hot. Amaloi, so Yechinon Brablioi says to Rabbi Maush Efresh Aleh Saden. Efresh Aleh Saden. Am I allowed to spread a sheet to block the light of the sun? On Maloi, answers him and he gives him an answer on a completely different topic. Ein locha kol mi Yisrael There isn't a single shavit amongst Klal Yisrael that there was no judge or leader that came from that shavit This was after Yeshua the Tukufah of him when the, there was many uh, sheyvetim from different shvatim. So he's telling him from every shavit there was a sheyvet. In other words, as we had a few times before in the Gemara he didn't want to give an answer. So therefore he just gave, he spoke about a different topic. Then the sun came into the center of the sukkah and it was causing even more heat. So, so he asked him the question again, Could I spread out a sheet to block the light of the sun? So again he spoke to him about something else and didn't answer him. He says to him, mi there isn't a single Shevet from Yidin that did not have Prophets coming from them. And even Shevet Yehuda bin Yamin, so the two Shvatim of Yehuda and bin Yamin, they did not have Nevi'im, Hamidu Malachim. They had the had, uh, Malachim that came from them. The Turi Yavin points out that L'cheire from Shevet Yehuda, you do find that there were many Nevi'im. They all came from Shevet, a lot of them came from Shevet Yehuda. But uh, the Gemara wants to say regarding Binyamin so that he was be, there was no navi and there was only a melech. So it mentions Yehuda together with Binyamin that there was malachim from them. Al pi and Hamid the malachim al pitz. So it's not only amid the malachim but amid malachim al pi according to neviim that appointed them. They continued sitting there in the sukkah and igia chama of shalat The light of the sun hit the feet of Rabbiyaza. So now, Yochanan did not ask him anymore. Not al and So he took a sheet of piris alel and he covered, he put it on the sukkah to cover it and the light of the sukkah shouldn't reach him. Hivshul Rabliyezer talise l'achayrav. So Rabliyezer took his garments and he put it, he threw it back, he folded it up or he uh, folded up his garments. And the yatzah, he left the sukkah, he did not want to be there because he didn't want anyone to think that his opinion is that this is allowed to be done. And the Gemara explains, so why didn't he answer him when he asked him the question? It's not that he was trying to take him to a different topic and he didn't want to answer him. He couldn't answer him because he never said anything that he did not hear clearly from his teacher. So he knew what the halacha was. So he couldn't just say I don't know because it's not true. He knew what the Allahu was, but at the same time he didn't want to give him an answer because he never said something that he didn't hear from his rabbi clearly. Now the question is: Rabbi Yezir left this sukkah. He went to a different sukkah. how did he do like this? But Rabbi Yehuda said, as we learned before, "Ein You can't go and from one sukkah to another sukkah and sukkas. You have to be in the same sukkah for the entire Sukkis. So the Gemara answers, I mean the truth is, as Mepharshim points out, the Arach says, the Gemara could have asked that according to the Abeliezer, how could you sit in someone else's sukkah? You're not Yetzir with a sukkah shulah. But there is a Svara that here says that for the B'nai B'ayis, if you're a person that's from part of the family, then you're Yetzir with the sukkah that your father's building for you. So the same thing could apply also to a guest that's there for the entire Yontif, even Abeliezer's that that's not called sukkah Shula. You're sort of part of the family, this is your sukkah. So he was there for the yontif. But the question is, how did he leave the sukkah to a different sukkah? So the Gemara answers, voy. It wasn't sukkahs. It was a different yontif. It was, let's say, shvuis. as us gives the example. And they were sitting outside in the sukkah, and it became hot. And he wanted to cover it to block the sun. Now the Gemara has another question. But yezim she'ein Rabbi Liazah said that he praises those people that are lazy that don't leave their house for yantif. So how was he away from his family over here for this yomtiv that he was in uh, Golil? So the Gemara answers Shabbos Avoy. It was Shabbos. It wasn't yomtiv. It was Shabbos, and they were sitting outside in the sukkah, not for yomtiv b'cholal, and he wanted to cover the sun. So the question really was not about sukkahs. It was a question really: Are you allowed to cover the sun? To put up this sheet, maybe you're creating a covering, which is a isra of creating a oil on Shabbos. Putting a, up a roof and creating a an oil on Shabbos. So, what's really the basis of the question? It's something that you're doing only temporarily. Is that allowed or not? So now the asks him this: with midi Why can't this be answered from what Rabbi Yisrael himself said that you're not allowed to do this? The we learned in the Mishnah the Shabbos: Pekak Hachaloin the shutters for a window, so they, yeah, they have uh, these shutters that were hanging that they would uh, close the window with it. Rabbi Mr. as says, "Bizman if says, it's, If it's tied to the wall of the house, and it's also hanging, it's not lying on the ground, then you're allowed to uh, add it and close the window with it, it's not considered that you're adding to the structure and creating oil on Shabbos, because it's already attached to it and it's designated for this. So therefore, it's, par- it's already like part of the structure. But vim lav, if it's not, if it's not tied to the house, then ain't piking goodbye. Then you're not, allowed, you're not allowed to use this to add to the, uh, to close up the window, to add to the wall on Shabbos. The chachamim chacham say it doesn't matter. Benkach or Benkach, whether it's tied to the, uh, to the house, whether it's not, it doesn't make a difference. Pike you can buy. You're allowed to uh, close up the window with this. So we see here clearly that Rabbi said that this shutter that's hanging from the house and you're closing the window. It's it's not a problem. So we should say the same thing over here that when uh, you want to make when you want to want to add this sheet to cover the light of the sun. It also shouldn't be a problem to add something temporarily to the sukkah. So the Gemara says it's not the same thing. Hosam who over there, when you put, when you're closing up the window, it's, it becomes part of the wall of the house. He closes it up, it becomes part of the wall, and he could leave it there for a very long time. Aval hochah, the over here, when you put up this sheet, it's mamish, there temporarily. You're going to take it off right after that. When they leave the sukkah or when the sun goes away, you're just putting it up temporarily to block the sun, but it doesn't become part of the wall of the house or part of the, the, the roof of the sukkah. So therefore, I would say maybe here, that isra doesn't apply, that was the suffix that he had, whether this was allowed or not. And the end was, Mirabel actually left and he held that this was not allowed to be done on Shabbos.